Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man. It's the one and only trendsetter DJ Sense, and you're listening to Cocktails. Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. What's up, y'all? Today's cocktail is rather boring. It's called It Tastes Like Water. And it's exactly just that, some ice and some water, because for real, for real, y'all need to make sure y'all out here hydrating. I'm not drinking this week, Kiki. What you doing? Um, I have water right here. I've been drinking a lot of water. We're drinking the cocktail. <laughs> that water. ain't no damn cocktail, and you know it. But uh, yeah, I'm drinking water. I'm trying to wait and uh, save my drinking for the weekend, and then I'm done drinking for a while. We'll see how long I can go. I was like, my birthday is going to be the cutoff, and then I need to drink water, water, water. Anyway, welcome back That's to cocktail. Right, like we. Welcome back, y'all. We have been bulk recording, so I'm forgetting that, like, I don't know, like, when this is coming out, but, like, our birthdays are our birthdays. <laughs> are you excited about yours? So if I don't get to tell you happy birthday on air on your actual birthday, happy birthday, Kiki. Well, this will come out after uh, my birthday. <laughs> But thank you. Thank you. Okay, so um, what's been going on today since I talked to you yesterday? <laughs> you know, today uh, is another day. I'm just trying to make them dollars. You know, that's it. You know what? I got up at like 5.36 a.m. I was supposed to be taking my ass down to the gym and I kept getting distracted. So I was in bed for like with what? two and a half hours playing with this damn Reface app. This is like a toy. I love it. I made some. I'm going to send you some. I might try and find one. I got to show you the ones I made. Yes, please do. I did one with Daenerys from Game of Thrones. It's actually cute. I did one with her too. Um, I did Drea. I did Beyonce, of course, Mariah Carey. Um, you did Kim. I did that same Kim mm-hmm. one last night. Yes. Where she's squeezing it. It really is addictive. It is. That's all I want to do. So I can't wait to uh, get back to my little game. Anyway, uh, this week, you guys, we have a guest. So let's we welcome do. Vanessa. What's up, <laughs> Y'all, we got Vanessa from Married at First for Married at First Sight, season yeah. three, right? <laughs> season three. It seems like it was like a lifetime ago. <laughs> Married at First Sight, girl. <laughs> yeah, I watched. You kind of like looked away. Like, do you feel weird when people bring it up? Um, I think because sometimes I'm still shocked that I did it my damn self. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? Um, I, but nah, it was a cool experience. It was. Yeah. I know the feeling. I um, like the show. I didn't see your season, but mm-hmm. I um, I do like Married at First Sight. And so I have a lot. Do yes. I, I love to watch it. I love to watch it. I couldn't imagine uh, marrying a stranger like that, but it's a great show. A whole stranger. I got so many questions. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it is it is the most the epitome of a stranger. Like you don't meet this person until you're in front of like your friends and your family. Mm-hmm. Like this is the first time you're seeing them. Like talk about nerve wrecking. I was like up there shaking. <laughs> I bet you I would have peed on myself. Insane, I would need insane, a diaper insane. during the wedding. <laughs> Definitely I would need a therapist. therapist. <laughs> well, they have some on there. Okay. Girl, I got one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, before we um 
we really get to know you more and play the game and get started talking. Let me give you guys this quick, weird sex story. You said a man is not a necessity. A man is a luxury, like dessert. Yeah. A man is absolutely not a necessity. Did you mean that to sound mean and bitter? Oh, not at all. I adore dessert. I love men. I think men are the coolest. But you don't really need them to live. So this week's Weird Sex, there was a man. This is an old story. It's like from 10 years ago, but I saw it short and sweet and to the point. Y'all, this man got arrested at the car wash in Michigan because he was trying to fuck the vacuum cleaner. Could you imagine trying to clean (laughs) your uh, car and somebody has their dick stuck in the fucking vacuum cleaner? Now, and that seems like it's too much of a suction. Now, I personally like suction toys, but that's intense, though. And those car wash vacuums are super strong. They are. Like, they suck your keys up. Yeah, like, don't yeah. It's like, hold on, that was a quarter. No, that's crazy. Right. Anyway, that's it that's for crazy. weird sex. Um, if you guys see any crazy um, or strange stories that you think would be good for me to share with everyone on the show, send them to my DMs at Kiki Said So or email us cocktails.atl at gmail.com. Oh, my ponytail is too tight and my head hurts. But listen, you guys, every Monday we are giving you new bonus content. Turn up. It's Monday. Take a listen. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, so the sexiness, I believe like is on point, but the way that I teach people how to suck dick is like quality over quantity. So you can't do it for 15 minutes. Um, however long you can do it, make it amazing. Make it like, damn, I need that shit again. Mm -hmm. When you start dating somebody, don't you feel like eventually your looks wear off? Their looks wear off? Like, but it absolutely wears off. And I feel like it's the exact same way when I'm sucking the dick. So on the first or second, maybe even the third time, I feel like I can get by with being like cute as shit, like having my hair done and my eyebrows laid, you know, some shit. Mm-hmm. After a while, they're not going to give a fuck if you look like Freddie Cougars. You sucking the fuck out of his dick. Suck his dick. That's honestly what it is. Because like, even on the first time I fuck with somebody, when you eat my pussy, it's not necessarily all about is it perfect. It's about. All right, you guys, I wanted to remind you all that we are working with Taste Vitamins again. Taste Vitamins, remember, are the all-natural supplement that will allow you to improve the taste of your bodily fluids, okay? Nobody wants to swallow when you taste like Sour Patch Kids. And the men are not going to want to taste your Hello Kitty if you taste like kitty litter. So make sure that you go online and you get your taste vitamins and use our code COCKTAILS10. You can see more about Taste Vitamins at www.tastevitainc. And remember, use code COCKTAILS10. And now let's get back to the show. Now let's get back to Medina Eminence. So, okay, Vanessa, so we're going to play this little game. It's called (laughs) This or That. And so what you're going to do is we're going to give you like a this or that, and you'll just pick which one you would prefer. Okay. Even if it's crazy. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'll go first. Okay, Vanessa, foreplay or get right to it? Oh, foreplay. Definitely. You you can't get like okay well sometimes you want to get right to it but I feel like 
That's like that mental foreplay. Like y'all already been thinking about it. (laughs) You already know. I need the foreplay though. Not too long. Just a little bit. Okay. (laughs) Kiss and tell or it's a secret? Um, it depends on who it is. I would say it's a secret. <laughs> yeah, I'd be trying to say it's okay. a secret and then I tell everybody. <laughs> okay, I mean, sometimes, Next sometimes you want to tell, sometimes the world needs to know. <laughs> okay, his place or yours? His place, so I can leave. You know, <laughs> I feel like I don't, I mean, I'm like weird about space, I don't really want you to linger afterwards. And I feel like sometimes it's hard to get men out the house. <laughs> like, I think it's do? harder to get a man out of the house than it is a woman. I yes, will say I, yes, I agree with that. Yes. I would rather go to his place too because I, I know when it's time to go. Exactly. They don't take the hint. <laughs> they be like, oh, you making lunch? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah for and me. then when you start getting up and doing laundry, they're still sitting there like, okay. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, I would take the sheets off the bed like... <laughs> I'm trying to clean. You got to get up. Matter of fact, just, just I'm going to put your shoes by the door because you're on your way there. Right. Anyway. Okay. Um, do you like, do you prefer toys or just the body parts? Ooh. I'm a toy person, but I feel mm. like I got to kind of warm a guy up to that because I feel like men are not always toy per like you know they're not into toys all the time mm-hmm. like i um they be tried scared. this toy yeah. yeah they be scared and i tried this toy a wee vibe it's like a mm-hmm. a c-shaped vibrator that you share and like men are just like what the hell is this <laughs> so you gotta kind of work them up start with the bullet and then work it up <laughs> I have one of the Wii Vibes. It's a bigger one. And mm. you can, you know, you can download the app and connect and they yeah, can, kind of, yeah, they can yeah. control it. And my dude, first of all, it took us 30 minutes for him to figure out how to download the app and log in. Oh, he, he, I was like, bro, like, I'm falling asleep over here. Right. Um, I'm with the Wii Vibe, though. I fucks with it. Okay, last yeah. one. Lights on or lights off? Oh, I'm a lights off. I'm a lights off. I don't know. I feel like it just like kind of sets the mood, you know? It does. I get freakier when the lights is off. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I think it like helps you like kind of get into the moment. Mm -hmm. So you got another one key or was Mm -hmm. that the end of our game? That's the end. We can move on. We've got questions. (laughs) Yeah. So we got Vanessa. I forgot to mention at the beginning of the episode when we introduced you. It's funny because Vanessa and I went to school together. Yeah. And (laughs) we didn't really talk during school. I think we might be snow sisters. If you don't know what that is, Google it. Oh, God. We definitely went to school together and um, yeah, I'm so I'm happy that we could connect and work together. Married at first sight, bro. Before yes. we dive into the show, let's talk about before. Okay. What was your dating <laughs> life like? Yeah, before you went on the show. Oh, you know, the funny thing was, like, I was dating this guy seriously before Married at First Sight. And, like, it wasn't anything official, but we had, like, been dating pretty consistently. And, you know, I kind of let him know, like, uh, well, turns out I'm getting married. <laughs> like, out the blue. <laughs> girl so he was so upset and it was really kind of crazy the way I did did it but I think he didn't believe me like honestly I think he thought like this is her way of like just you know kind of cut me off like she's making this bullshit (laughs) 
But I had like I never expected it. Like people ask me all the time, like, why did you do it? Like, did you think you were gonna get married? And honestly, I like applied on a whim. Like I was sitting on my couch with my homegirl and we were like watching the latest season. And we're just joking around and we just applied and I never thought about it again until literally maybe like two months later, it was like, so what do you want your wedding colors to be? And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> what do you want your wedding colors to be? Or what did you? Um, I think I picked red, black and white. And then what were your initial thoughts when you guys pulled up that application and you saw Married at First Sight? Because before you logged on, Kiki and I were talking about it. And I was like, I thought that when I first saw that this show was coming out, I was like, somebody's going to get killed. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, like some of the seasons do get like a little like crazy afterwards, like a little stalky, a little like. Yeah, because yeah. you don't know nobody's background. Yeah, you- yeah. Um, but I think it was the season with like, there's a really popular married at first sight pop uh, personality. Her name mm-hmm. is Jamie Otis and like her and her match, they're still married. They have two kids. Like they're legitimately like a real In couple. Love. Yeah. Yeah. So after seeing their season, I think I kind of was like, Oh, well this works. Like mm-hmm. I'm buying into this, like sign me up. If you, if you can find my perfect match, then okay. Cause girl it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind I was of just guy about to say, had you? Ha- oh, go ahead, Medina. Go ahead. Key. Go ahead. <laughs> What kind of guys had you been dating before? Like, what were their personality types? Like, what did they look like? Um, You know, I think I don't really have a type. Mm-hmm. Um, But, you know, I kind of lean towards black guys, which is mm-hmm. not surprising. I'm black. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. But I feel like I kind of, up until this experience, I was kind of dating like the same type of guy, like kind of recycling the personalities over and over. Like, what do you do for a living? Like, they're all like consultants or like, you know, like attorneys or something like that, like pretty serious kind of guy. And I think maybe I needed to like mix it up a little bit. So maybe that's why Married at First Sight came into my life so I could mix it up. (laughs) So is it safe to say that you like the boring guys, the guys that are safe? (laughs) I think that, you know, I think before Married at First Sight, yeah, it was like very safe. And then after Married at First Sight, um, I dated around a little bit and then I had a a spinoff that we can touch base on a little later, but mm-hmm. I speed dated a hundred guys. Ooh, and let me tell whoa. you doing that at once <laughs> is insane. <laughs> insane. <laughs> so That's it opened my eyes conversation. up. Yeah. I'm not going to remember yeah. shit. Oh, girl, my mouth was dry. I don't remember nobody's name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the th- I don't know if this happened with you, but with the thing with speed dating that I have found out, because I've done it a couple times, is nobody's ever attractive. Mm-hmm. No one is ever attractive. <laughs> You're always like, this is this. Y'all were really s- speedily picking the people and didn't, you didn't yeah. look at them. It's crazy that you say that because I don't know if it's COVID. I don't know what it is. But I feel like, cause I, you know, I dabble in the apps cause I feel like, you know, we're all inside. I need to meet somebody like, you know, let me meet somebody. Um, men are not cute anymore. I'll just be swiping. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell happened? Like all the men are ugly. Where did <laughs> they go? Where Girl. are you? They're Girl. with their wives and girlfriends. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They are. Okay. So before, when you got picked to go on the show, were you nervous? 
Um, hell yes. Um, I've never been on TV mm-hmm. and it wasn't really like my ambition to be on TV. I really kind of was like, still kind of like sweet Vanessa, romantic, <laughs> like love. <laughs> so I was thinking like, oh, you know, God's going to find me the right person. <laughs> and you are laughing hard Girl. like that is not what happened. <laughs> you are Girl, it's not at all. It was crazy. Um, But... Yeah, I was shocked. I mean, because I think like maybe it's like an insane amount. It might be like 500,000 people that apply to be a Married at First Sight. Mm -hmm. And I'm Mm -hmm. sure it's more since that season, season three. And I just never, it never crossed my mind that they would look at my application, look at my photo and think, oh yeah, she's great. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What did your family say? I never thought. Oh God. (laughs) Uh, So my... I want to say my mom, like, she was all for it. She was like, oh, yeah, really? You, you need to, yeah, like, go for it. Why not? Like, who cares? Like, you can get divorced. Just do it. And I was like, okay. And I think my friends, more than anything, um, and some of them were my bridesmaid, maids in my, I call it my fake wedding whenever I refer to it. <laughs> they were my bridesmaids, and they were just like, girl, what the hell? Like, are you sure? <laughs> you sure you want to do this? Girl, we can get in the car and leave now. Oh, like, I signed a contract. I got to make I got to do it. I'm stuck <laughs> How long is it? Is it six weeks or eight weeks that the whole um, experiment is for you guys being married? Um, I want to say it's like six-ish weeks. Mm-hmm. So you get married. You have this wedding. It's a real wedding. Like, it was a cool wedding. Um, you pick out your gown and everything like that. And you have your bridesmaids and your families are there. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I could pick like maybe 25 people to attend my wedding, which is not a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you go on a honeymoon. <laughs> oh, wow. You go on the honeymoon like the next day. And the honeymoon is like five days. And then you live together for like you six look weeks. miserable. Where did you, you go on the honeymoon? honeymoon. <laughs> like five days. Where'd you go on the honeymoon? <laughs> Uh, we went to St. Thomas. I feel so bad. Did y'all have sex on the honeymoon? <laughs> we went to St. Thomas. Did yeah. We? Uh-uh. Oh damn. No, not not on the honeymoon. <laughs> what a shitty honeymoon. Is it even a honeymoon? Said? I asked if they had sex on their honeymoon. And she oh, said no. And I'm oh. like, is it even a honeymoon? If you don't have sex. <laughs> What's the opposite of honey? Like a something sour. Yes. Right, yeah. vinegar. Right, <laughs> a vinegar, a vinegar moon. Um, so I'm curious to know. You said that you, so you're on the show. You get on the show. Mm-hmm. I don't understand where the gap is filled. So you get picked to go on the show. Do you move into a house? Like, do you mm-hmm. meet? Like, you just they just put y'all together, and then you're getting married after a couple weeks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you, uh, well, before the wedding, you do like all these tests and all these interviews. So it really does feel like, you know, they're trying to collect information to match me with the right person. And I mean, I really do think they make a good effort to do so. Like, it's like all of these tests on your personalities, your preferences, like even about sex. Like, how often do you want to have sex? Like, how do you Mm -hmm. like to have sex? Like, um, so I feel like they got a lot of information um, where they could match you with your right person. And... It literally is. Like, you get married. You find out you're getting married. Two weeks later, you get married. Do they (laughs) show you pictures? No. I didn't know who he was going to be, girl. I had no idea. (laughs) 
No idea. <laughs> I just told them. I mean, they ask about like physical preference. Like, do you have a race that you prefer? Mm-hmm. Do you um like how tall? Like, you know, they ask physical attributes that you find attractive. Mm-hmm. So you got to hope and pray <laughs> that they're listening or reading what you wrote down. But no, and I had no idea. No idea. I thought once you have done a reality TV, I thought it was funny, interesting how intense the process is. Because with Temptation mm-hmm. Island, you had to do like, we had to do a couple different like IQ testings. And mm-hmm. then also like talk to a psychiatrist. They were digging deep like in your life. Like yeah, yeah. they wanted to know like abuse history. They yeah. wanted to know not only like your sexual history, but like just deep into your family. I'm talking about like mm-hmm. grandparents stuff. I had to like call my parents and be like, I don't even know. Was anybody, <laughs> <laughs> was anybody getting abused? Like I thought it was crazy. And if anything like stuck out, but the thing with Temptation mm-hmm. Island was they would pick some people that were kind of off to make it. Yeah. 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 Kind yeah. of crazy. Of course. Yeah, they got to yeah. spice it up a little bit. <laughs> got to spice it up. So that's crazy. Did you get paid? <laughs> Go ahead. When you, when you saw your husband on your wedding day, what was your first thought? Oh, now this is a sticky question. <laughs> um, on my wedding day, on my first, when I first saw him, I thought he was attractive. You know, he was tall, um, he was biracial. So I'm walking down the aisle and I can't quite make him out because it's a little far and I ain't got my glasses on. <laughs> so I'm like, what the hell he look like? And he's so scared. Yeah. But, you know, I look on my side and it's all my black friends <laughs> and a sprinkle of, you know, my white friends. I look on his side. It's all white and it's a sprinkle of black people. Were you so nervous? I'm trying to see like, oh, like, you know, and then race is not like a huge deal, but I was just trying to like, piece it together before I got up there mm-hmm. and it felt like the longest walk because I'm trying to see like who was up there but he was tall he was you know clean cut he looked pretty cute and I think I was just excited that there was like a level of attraction there mm-hmm. so I was just all for it I was like okay let's just see if we're compatible and I think you know I'm the type of person like my physical attraction to you changes if I like you or not <laughs> So towards the end, I, I can't say the attraction was quite there, but he's a good looking guy for sure. Did you get to take a couple shots before you walked down the aisle? Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, I bet. They'll I could like, give her some liquor. A little something else. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, were, seriously. Were crazy. any of your friends in the audience like, Mm-mm, girl, he ain't it. Like just kind of giving you a look like. Um... <laughs> We all have that one friend. I would be looking like. Because it was crazy. Like I was up there like we're saying vows. And I just remember like I looked out into the audience like, is this real? Like and I was looking at people's faces, like trying to ground myself and bring myself back to reality. Like if you watch the episode, like he's looking at me and I'm looking out like, like, what the hell? What have I got? But you could see some like some of. My family members and my friends, like their faces were like, What oh is God. Vanessa doing? <laughs> They're like, Wow, this worked out. Did you guys write your own vows? I don't think we said vows. If really? I remember, I don't think we said vows. We, um, we had a pastor who kind of gave us like the basic, you know, the traditional, uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But I don't think we said anything personal. We um, were able to exchange gifts. I don't know if that's something that they still do, like, on the more current seasons. But, like, before you meet, you can you can give the person a gift. Um, so I think I got him a bottle of scotch. And he got me, like, a travel bag because I said I like to travel. Mm. Um, so, like, that was the only hint I had. <laughs> before. Was it a nice bag? Or was it, like, a travel bag with a small toothbrush and mouthwash? Like, what type of travel bag? <laughs> You know, it was like one, one of those, like, you know, like you go to Target and you get like those striped, like beach oh, like kind of travel bags. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I think I should have known from the gifts, like maybe we mm-hmm. are two different people. Yeah. <laughs> so do they give you a budget for your wedding? Like, do you get to have your dream wedding? Like, can you get a Vera Wang dress? Like. Do you, can you get a um, Tiffany's princess cut diamond? Like, I wish, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that would have been a nice consolation prize through that craziness. Um, you get to pick your colors. I think they ask you like what flavor cake you want. Oh, that's they nice. Pick, yeah. They pick the venue. They pretty much plan the wedding. You just show up. I did get to like pick my dress. Um, Oh, I wish I remember the name of the bridal shop. I'll try to send it to you. And it was in Atlanta and it was really nice. Mm. And I feel like there was a cap on the wedding dress spend, like maybe $2,000, Um, And I had to buy my own veil because I was over the budget. Damn. <laughs> At least. Right. Right. I had to buy my own veil. Girl. But I made it work. <laughs> Did you feel happy? Um, yeah. Like I honestly, like in the moment, I still after the wedding, after everything, um, you know, the whole ceremony and stuff, like when we're at the reception, like honestly, like, you know, just seeing like your friends and family having fun, like interacting, mm-hmm. it starts to feel more normal, like, oh yeah, this is a real wedding. Mm-hmm. And then you like see the cameras and then you remember that you don't know this person sitting next to you. <laughs> So that's why I'm curious to know, like, y'all's interaction. Were y'all interacting or was it kind of like... When, like it when was you weird. It was know. weird. Yeah, it was like that. It was weird because I think we did have to get up and, like, say speeches mm-hmm. to each other at the reception. Um, but, of course, I just met this person. I don't know his last name. <laughs> I don't know his what he do for a living. I don't know anything. Don't know about this man. You don't know what that dick is like? Because I'm curious to know. Like, exactly. <laughs> how important is sex to you? And did that cross your mind? Like, are we going to... Girl. Is this going to be good? I think I was thinking, like, you know, because he's tall. And he had, he had big feet. Um, and <laughs> you were he, helpful. I mean, he ended up having, you know, he was... He, uh, <laughs> he was blessed. Put his business out there, but he he is blessed. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and I found that out after the honeymoon. Uh, but um, so I felt like you know, in proportion to his height and his shoe size, like I wasn't like super worried. Mm-hmm. But you never know, like you said, and I'm a firm believer in like I think it's okay. You should have sex mm-hmm. before you get married because <laughs> I'm not trying to be stuck with somebody who you know y'all y'all had issues in that area like i think that's important Definitely. so even on like other episodes like there's people who do have sex on the honeymoon and like you know mm-hmm. it helps them bond it helps them like you said find out if they're sexually compatible so i don't think anything is wrong with it fucking you tonight because i need to know like how is this gonna go on the honeymoon how is it gonna go the rest of the time um i did it for niggas who weren't my husband so like 
we married now. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're, okay, exactly. so what was your, uh, one thing, can you move your hair back so it doesn't rub the mic? Oh, it's okay. It kind of makes a little noise. But when you, um, when okay, so you go to the honeymoon, you get back, y'all mm-hmm. move in together. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. was it like? Oh, Jesus. Mo- that transition to moving in and then tell us about like the actual relationship during that time when y'all got back. So uh, now you've known each other, what <laughs> six days? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Oh yeah. Five, Five day honeymoon. Days. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that crazy? This is um, insane. <laughs> this is like when I be trying to so, move in with niggas, but <laughs> I didn't move in with my ex-boyfriend until after we were together for like four years, bro. Six Ain't days. <laughs> okay. Push play. What happened? Um, so that's the only time I've lived with a guy. That was my first time. I've never lived with some anyone since because Me neither. Me neither. Living with people like makes me scared. It's mm-hmm. like crazy. What happened? But Ciao. Okay, so you move in. You look, I think we looked at like a couple of homes, like production sets up, and then you like agree on one. Mm-hmm. Are they going to buy it? Uh, they pay the rent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they pays the rents, girl. Um, and you're supposed to like decorate it together. Like it's supposed to be like your shared space, like, you know, your home. But whenever people ask me this question, I always like, say just imagine moving in with a stranger and y'all are never alone like there's cameras and people with you almost 24 7 Mm -hmm. like even when we got around to having sex it was like three in the morning after you know they wrapped up their cameras and left (laughs) because you're never alone 24 7 Mm -hmm. you're trying to get to know this person like it's a little stressful honestly um so i think you know, this is my first time being married. I'm young because I'm like 25. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm thinking, well, if I just cook and I just clean and it's going to be okay. It's like y'all are great. literally playing house. <laughs> yeah, it's playing house, girl. I was in there cooking like five days Was a he appreciative? <laughs> man, I don't know. Was What'd he say? appreciative? Um, You know, I think the stress of just filming makes things weird and makes things crazy because it's not like you know like on your show medina like you're like interacting with different people it's more Mm -hmm. like tropical setting like Mm y'all drinking having parties this is like you set up your house then you have like one of the experts the therapist or whatever come in and like grill you to death and like you said dig up like the dirt (laughs) and I think like towards the end, you start getting like stressed out and you start mm-hmm. wanting to go home. And I think at one point I even went home. Like I just said, like, I'm tired of you and I got my stuff and I left. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> oh, at home. So were the and issues just with for- like filming mm-hmm. and having these other people watching you every moment or were y'all like actually mm-hmm. having issues? Um... I want to say, like, having people around is, like, 50% of the challenge, mm-hmm. you know, because you just can't, like, get comfortable. You know, you can't really just, like, always be yourself. Or you try Imagine to, you but, you know, to you're just conscious. It's like, damn, can I have a minute? <laughs> <laughs> fart shit. Like, you know, things that couples who are married mm-hmm. and live together, like, crazy. Um, and I think the other 50% was just, like, you know, 
we just weren't compatible. You know, I think we were optimistic, but we weren't compatible. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe I was just a little more in the mindset of, uh, you know, I'm just trying to figure out who this guy is and figure out if I want to stay married to him. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think he was kind of more like, I'm on TV. <laughs> so it's just, you know, it's different experience did, for everybody. Did you guys argue at all? Oh, yeah. On yeah, camera? We are, yeah, we got into it. There was like, you know, because I, I have a small dog. So, you know, I'm like protective of my dog. And he really mm. wasn't like into small dogs. Like he thought my dog was annoying. And he would tell mm-hmm. me he thought my dog was annoying. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, I think, like I said, culturally, like, we were different. Like, I went to HBCU. We went to Clark. <laughs> mm. um, and he was more, like, frat boy, white so boy. So he was, like, a white guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was different. Like, even, like, when we went out for the first time, like, we didn't go out to, like, Gold Room. We didn't go out to Compound. We went to, like, the bars at Buckhead. <laughs> Oh. I was like, wait, where are we at? <laughs> when I be going out with my white friends and we go to the bars at Buckhead, I'd be like, do we have to walk every fucking where? It's Let's like, get in. A- we be dirty walking down the street. Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, I don't want to walk anymore. I'm sweating. Dirty feet. Dirty feet. <laughs> um, but I think that's just part of the matching process. Like, mm-hmm. you tell them what your preferences are, and everybody has different preferences, and they just try to, like, match people the best they could and the best they can. And I think we just. I feel like sometimes reality TV with with dating shows, they need to get better with the black men that they cast. I just yeah. feel like it's always like a a certain type of black man that they cast. And mm-hmm. I just wish they would get a more a variety like of, mm-hmm. of black men because there's so many. But they always get the ones that have all the white friends, which isn't a problem. But just like, can we make it? Can we mix yeah. it up a little bit? Yeah. Maybe, can yeah. you get a street nigga? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Hang on past So the for me, I chick. think. <laughs> <laughs> that could definitely be it um so okay so (laughs) you were married to this guy it didn't work out did you learn something (laughs) like from being with him and his personality and trying that out and really giving Mm -hmm. it an honest effort did you figure out more things that you really did want or didn't want in your next relationship or in a husband, oh, yeah. what were they? Uh, for sure. I would say like, you know, the whole experience is definitely a learning experience. Like some people stay married and have successful relationships to this day. Some of them don't, but everybody learns something and you take something away. Mm-hmm. And I think I learned a lot about myself and like how I just interacted in past relationships, like maybe being too nitpicky or maybe being like, you know, a guy is supposed to be a certain way, or if he doesn't do X, Y, and Z, then, you know, he's not the Mm -hmm. one. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. I think it's about being more flexible. Definitely. Um, And it definitely did make me want to open myself up to like dating different races and stuff, because honestly, it was a new experience for me marrying someone who kind of identified with two different races. Mm -hmm. So it was a little bit much like, you know, for my first marriage. (laughs) Um, but I think I just learned, you know, just to be more open, be more flexible and, you know, kind of let things flow a little bit more. And the funny Mm -hmm. thing is like before married at first sight, I definitely felt like, oh, marriage is like some sort of goal or some sort of accomplishment. And now Mm -hmm. I feel like 
I don't even really know if I believe in marriage, like honestly, like anymore. It's, why not? I so. think that is an interesting statement. I'm <laughs> there with you. Why don't you know if you believe in marriage anymore? Um, I think because I feel like there's nothing wrong with like having a long-term boyfriend or relationship or just whatever. Like I feel like a piece of paper really doesn't define anything or make anything. And also because I'm not going to stay with nobody just because we got this piece of paper (laughs) and you acting crazy. Like I feel like maybe I'm not like all the way built for marriage because (laughs) I will leave you. Okay. (laughs) But, um, I mean, I feel like if I found the right person, if I came across the right guy and we meshed well, like, of course I'd want to get married again, but I don't Mm -hmm. see it as like, oh, like as a female, from a female perspective, like this is the end all be all of my existence Mm -hmm. anymore. So it's interesting how, like when we all get older, how, you know, at first you're like, this is what I want in my man. And we all still have, you know, what we would prefer in our types. But then you start to get older and you're like, ah, let me learn how to not be so nitpicky. Mm-hmm. Let me not criticize people so much. Like, let me, yeah. okay, relax. Or let me knock some of these things yeah. off my list because I might be being kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then you like, no, I agree. Because then you live a little and you experience those things that you thought mm-hmm. that you wanted. Or you have this list. You get this guy who meets the things on your list. But then you realize mm-hmm. there's a whole shit ton of stuff that really, really matters to you. And the stuff that mm-hmm. checked off for him before, like, it's not enough to keep you there. So you learn it's really not mm-hmm. that important to you in the long yeah. run. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think you also start having your own thoughts, you know, about like what you want in life. Like when you're a kid and when you're younger, your parents or whoever you're around is really going to have like a strong influence on what you think you want for your life. Mm -hmm. And then as you live, it's like, no, for real, I'm about to do my own life because I am Mm -hmm. an adult adult. The older I get, the more and more mm-hmm. I am that way. And I even get more like comfortable talking about certain things that I would never talk uh. about with my parents. But it's like, bitch, I'm, <clears throat> I feel like I'm damn near 40 at this point. I'm not, but I feel like that. <laughs> After 30, 40, 50, shit, it's all starting to feel the same. My right. knees hurt. <laughs> <laughs> How long were y'all married? Um, Legally. <laughs> we were married uh maybe like six months it took a little while to get divorced shout out to my divorce attorney i had the same divorce attorney as uh nini leaks uh he was, he was that so little cool. guy with the glasses <laughs> he was nice <laughs> yeah yeah he was cool <laughs> now i'm curious to know is that like does the network pay for that too are they like if you do decide to get yeah. a divorce with that mm-hmm. wow they just have everything set up yeah, I mean, because it's, you know, a high probability that some people won't stay together, but they do a good job, though, with, like, post, like, marriage, things like that. Like, they provide you, I think it's, like, six months of therapy if you want it. Like, they'll pay for it. Because sometimes mm-hmm. people, like, it just be kind of weird, like, going through that mm-hmm. situation, like, being on TV, you know, internet trolls telling you mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z, and this and that. Um, and they pay for the divorce. Uh, mm-hmm. and it was pretty clean and simple. It just took a little bit of time, you know, to go through the whole process. Did you dress up really cute when you went to court? I would be like, and I'm not paying for this shit. <laughs> I have my little briefcase. Like, you know, I wish. Cause I think like in that, that little phase, I kind of had like a little bit of like, 
you know, a little anger, mm. a little like, oh, let me tell you something. So I wish we would have went to court because I would have had my Angela Bassett moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was clean and simple. And I mean, honestly, like he's a nice guy, you know, and mm. he's attractive and he'll definitely land with the right woman. And I think things will work out just fine for him. So, Do y'all <laughs> ever run into each other in Atlanta? No, thank goodness. Um, You're not going to those bookhead bars no more. Exactly. Girl, no, we don't. Um, So, no, I haven't run into him. Like, we've communicated a few times, like, post-divorce kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, like, real, like, I don't know. I'm a cancer, so cancers Mm -hmm. have feelings. (laughs) So I'm just kind of like, if you're my ex, you're my ex. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't need to be talking to you, but, you know. (laughs) Um, when you look back at everything, the show and marrying him, divorcing, do, is it something you can look back and, I mean, obviously you can laugh at it because you are cracking up, but do, <laughs> do you ever get like embarrassed? And I ask that because sometimes with Temptation Island, mm-hmm. now that it's playing like overseas and people are hitting me up or they'll send clips, I'd be like, <laughs> sometimes right. I'd be like, I really went on here. And with us, it was like we were drinking, and I became really comfortable with the camera. So I was acting crazy and like a <laughs> whore. So sometimes I'm like, fuck, I really can't believe I went on there and did that. <laughs> that was fun. I watched it. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you ever feel like a level of embarrassment? You know, I think with Married at First Sight, I don't just because it was like hard to go through in the moment, like extremely difficult. And that's why, like, you know, I kind of crack jokes or laugh about it or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. But I try to be real transparent and real about my experience and how it was for me. And sometimes um, I'm like shocked that people bring it up. And I don't know why, (laughs) because I lived it and I did it. But it's like, it affects your dating life. Like it's affected my dating life in like weird ways. Like, how? like oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Um like either guys are totally like, why did you do this? I never bring it up. Like I never talk about it. Like guys will like Google, you know, everybody Googles, yeah. everybody snoops. Mm-hmm. So, like we be trying to figure out, you know, what kind of job you got. Like you got some I done Google men and they have full on like records, okay? And (laughs) I feel like, you know, they're doing their usual snooping and they come across this like, oh, okay. And they'll usually either be like, it's two reactions. It's either why the hell would you do something like that? Or Mm. it's, can you hook me up so I can be on TV too? (laughs) Like, okay. Okay, (laughs) sir. Relax. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's affected my dating life in like so many weird ways. But when people when people maybe don't know that you are on the show, do you ever tell them like as you're getting to know each other, you know, I was married before I'm divorced? That's funny that you asked me that, because I just went on a date with a guy Mm -hmm. and it was maybe like two weeks ago and it was a good date. I was enjoying the date until he said like, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Um, I Googled you and saw that you were married oh before. <laughs> and then he asked me if I consider myself a divorcee. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just like said like, no, I don't. The situation for me like wasn't that deep for me to consider myself like some, you know, old lady living in a shoe. Like what the hell? Right. So... Yeah, like, I guess men kind of think, like, oh, she's been married. 
you know, she's been divorced. So she's kind of like been through all this stuff and maybe she has like some feelings about marriage or she considers herself like going through this like dramatic divorce. But I don't feel that way at all. Like, I kind of feel like it didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) I'm curious to know from you too, Kiki, when you, since we are all dating, um, when y'all are talking to somebody that you're interested in and they tell you that they used to, you know, they're divorced, they were married. Does that give you like a negative thought about them? Do you, do you have something that you think about them when people are like, Oh, I I got divorced or I was married two times or three times. Or do you, does that not bother you? Um, Vanessa? I think it depends on how old they are. Um, I mean, I feel like, you know, I can't fault you for having exes or having like a life experience. Clearly mm-hmm. <laughs> look at my situation. Look at like, you know, what I tried to do or tried out. So no, it doesn't bother me. But if you're like 24 or mm-hmm. like 32 and you don't be married three times, then yeah, I'm going to wonder like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I don't mind somebody being divorced, uh, but multiple yeah. marriages that ended in divorce are going to make me like wonder what's been going on. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't Mm -hmm. know that I, I mean, I've never dated somebody who had been married multiple times. I have dated some guys who have been married before and even a a couple of guys who have been engaged multiple times and even engaged multiple times. Mm -hmm. It's like, all right. So like you've been engaged multiple times, but you never got married. What the fuck did you do? And what did you keep on doing? Um, like yeah. what's up? Um, I won't automatically rule them out, but it's definitely something we're gonna talk about and have like deep conversations on because mm-hmm. I just need to understand what's been going on. Are you a bad picker or a bad person, or do you just change right. every five yeah, years into a totally is, new person? I need person? to write that down. <laughs> because people grow and change person? and all of that, and I get it. But it's like, okay, bitch, are you gonna change into something every five to six years? I can't do it. Mm-hmm. No, I, and the and the conversation part is what I have learned to do because you can tell me you're married, and then I sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't want to probe. Sometimes it can be like touchy, and I'll just wait until we get closer to ask about it. But I, boy, mm-hmm. did I learn my lesson. I was dating a guy maybe last year or year before, and he was previously married, has a daughter, and I didn't ask him too many questions about it. Well, once we were like in it after a couple months, we're at dinner, and I'm like asking him about his ex-wife she was also his cousin what the and fuck? i was like <laughs> <laughs> like a first cousin a first she cousin? was his blood cousin and he was i mean it was just i was sitting at dinner Wait, and i was and they like had a child together and they have a child together and i was like Wait, did he know? I have so many questions with Dina. He knew, like she had, like she was had a boyfriend and she needed to get away from him, and so he said he could come. She could come stay with him, and while he she came to stay with him, they fell in love. Aww, aww, that's gross. We just did an incest story last week. Like you guys, stay away from family members. That's crazy. I oh, didn't know crazy. how to take that. I was like, what? And they're married for like seven years. So what'd you say like, to it him? wasn't like a quick kiki. I was like, so it's your real cousin or this was like, you know, a far removed. If you call somebody your cousin so naturally, it still is like. That's your cousin. He, you he, know. Yeah. <laughs> that's your cousin. I asked your husband. <laughs> it was her husband <laughs> and her cousin. Oh my God. Bitch, that's a cocktail you should have shared because this is crazy. Like. 
Oh my God. Yeah, it was actually, it was, I forgot all about that. But yeah, I was like, wow, that really, I have learned. I'm asking all the questions right when you tell me you were married. Was that bitch your cousin or your sister? And he wasn't, um, he wasn't ashamed of it. Ask him to come he on the show. Like, I got more questions. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, True wow, life. Wow, I married wow. my relative. <laughs> oh God. Jeez Louise. So Vanessa, what is your dating life like now? Ooh. Um, Are you dating? I'm dabbling. I'm gonna say I'm, a, okay, I'm okay. dabbling. I get um, I think I think Corona like it just slowed everything down. Corona is such a funny um, bitch. So I'm like way more cautious. <laughs> ruining everything, mm-hmm. ruining lives. Um, so I've just been more like cautious. Like I really gotta like you, or I gotta really feel like some spark in order for me to like put this mask on and we gonna have this Corona date, the social distancing date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I mean, I'm open to it. I feel like uh, for a long time, especially like after the spinoff, which was called mm-hmm. Married at First Sight, Second Chances. <laughs> I took like a break from dating. I was like, okay, no, thank you. <laughs> I'm done. No, thank you. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> this is enough. <laughs> that is fun. Okay, wait, one more question. Did y'all cheat on each other? Or did y'all stay Ooh, while we were married? Yeah. Oh, you know, I, oh, wait, let me think. <laughs> let me think. Um, was seeing somebody like when we weren't like officially divorced but like we mm-hmm. had like moved out and like you know stopped talking and i'm sure he did too because he had his own little little um uh thing going on with some other girls not like while we were together but like i said you know he's an attractive mm-hmm. guy so i'm sure like after we moved out from each other like it was like out of sight out of mm-hmm. mind like you know kind of thing like, so okay. y'all never drunkenly have texted each other like, I wish we could have made it work, babe. No. Come over here and do that thing you do. Nah. Nah. So I think I think it was just more like, you know, after we moved out and we knew like we were going to stay together, we just like kind of dated and talked to other people. So I have another question though. Nice. I, um, I'm curious to know about his family and like you being around them. What was that like? Um... His family was nice, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if you watch the show, they focus a lot on our families. Like, my dad wasn't really, like, in the picture. So that was, like, a hyper-focus. Mm-hmm. Of course, mm-hmm. you know, black women and their daddies. Right. <laughs> so um, his focus was more like he had more of, like, a blended family in terms of, like, different races. Um, so he didn't really have, like, a relationship with his mom, who is white. But he had a relationship with his uh dad's side of the family which was black and they're from louisville and they were like a lot of fun um and he was raised by his aunt and she was nice and it was like you know i think our families really wanted it to work Mm -hmm. like i think our families were kind of like um we hope y'all stay together and this and that and i mean i'm a catch so (laughs) but When you left, did you take your travel bag with you that he got you? I did. You know what? The funny thing is, like, (laughs) I kept the travel bag, and I think I kept the wedding album, and that's literally it. And everything else, I said, you can take it. Did you have to give your dress and your ring back? No. I sold my dress. Or did I donate? I donated my dress. I donated my dress. I hung on to it for um, 
quite a few years because it was just like a really pretty dress. <laughs> but I donated oh, with Temptation it, Island, then... they take it back. If you're not, if you do propose and you uh, don't stay married for like two or three years, they're take they're coming for that ring. <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> um, no, I I donated my dress and I sold my ring from the second show because technically, technically, I was engaged mm-hmm. twice. No, married once, engaged once to two separate, <laughs> <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah, because you do kind of skip that whole engagement process since mm-hmm. yeah. me and wedding. Oh uh, yeah, he um when we were doing the ceremony and stuff, it was cute. Like I think he. Um, you know, kind of had it planned, but he asked me to marry him like at the ceremony before we got started. Mm-hmm. So of course, you know, my family, the black side of the family, they getting up, woo, yes. <laughs> like <laughs> I was like, y'all calm down, we don't know him. <laughs> this might not be a <laughs> good idea. <laughs> um, well, we're gonna take a quick break and go to indecisive Diane, and when we come back. Vanessa is going to help us with some advice and share a cocktail. Yeah. Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Stop thinking about what I want, what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? What do you want? Hey ladies, it's me, Indecisive Diane. Wanted to take a couple of minutes to tell you about this cute little eatery. Or should I say lodge? It's called Big Sky Buckhead. It's huge. They have patio seating. They close at 2.30 a.m. You're gonna love it. They have Latin-inspired food, Asian-inspired food. Go there, check it out. Here's the address. 3201 Canes Hill Place, Northwest Atlanta, Georgia, 30305. Bye! And we're back from Indecisive Diane. If you guys ever want to send Diane suggestions because Atlanta ain't that big, the bitch is running out of shit, <laughs> um, send those suggestions to cocktails.atl.gmail.com and she'll check them out. All right. And so now it's All time right. for the advice. Remember, if you would like for us to answer one of your dating or sex questions, you can email us, askcocktails at gmail.com. So I've got one pulled up. And the subject line says, help us us out. So she says, hey, y'all, I need advice with something. I met this 53-year-old white man on Hinge in October of last year. I was kidding around and told him to get me something for my birthday and Christmas, which was a $300 gift card from Target. He loves Target. I suggested he go to Vegas because he... I suggested he go to Vegas because he hasn't been there. We both went in March and he paid for everything. I guess you meant I suggested we go. We were planning a trip Mm -hmm. out of the country, but then COVID hit. I graduated in May and recently moved to another city. He didn't ask me if I needed anything or give me a graduation gift. When we were at breakfast, I was kidding around and told him to give me his red card, which is a Target credit card, girl. (laughs) Girl, you trying to make it sound like <laughs> it was a VIP experience. But he started laughing and changed the subject. So, y'all, I need advice. Should I just come out and ask him for my gifts? If so, tell me what I should say. Or should I chalk it up and realize he only pays for trips? He told me 
He likes for me to make decisions for him because he has to make decisions at work. And he said, I'm one of the best things that happened to him. Y'all, I'm not into him. I just want trips and or gifts. XOXO, only on hinge to find rich men. Um, You know what? I'm not even going to lie, sis, because, you know, it took me a minute to, to feel comfortable doing stuff. I honestly learned from Poor Minds and from Mandy, you really got to, if there's something, you're not asking because I don't think you feel like you deserve it. If you want something, you have to be comfortable enough in asking for it. And you just have to ask. That nigga might say no. And if he does, no one likes being told no. But if there is something you want, a lot of older men, especially older men, you got to speak up. They want mm -hmm. you to ask. Mm -hmm. They do want you to ask. That's what I have learned. You got to ask. He is not going to do it just because you say he should you just ask ask that nigga and if that's all you want you don't want a real relationship you won't care if he says no and stops talking to you yeah and if y'all just went to vegas he might not even pay for trips all the time he gave you 300 dollars and uh, a 300 gift card to target and he took you to vegas okay so he's saying that he likes um he he doesn't want to make decisions because he makes decisions at work tell him okay on friday i need you to get me x y and z Try that mm -hmm. and see what happens. He's telling you to tell him what to do. So try it. And if he doesn't do the shit, drop him and get back to swiping or like it or whatever the fuck you do on Hinge. That's what I say. <laughs> you right. don't want to be you with him. It's trouble. pointless to like keep trying and trying. Get another one. Yeah. Exactly. The more you ask, uh, like if he if this doesn't work out, try it again with the next dude. The more you start asking, um, somebody is going to start doing the things you want, but you could just mm -hmm. have some confidence in your voice. What you think, Vanessa? Some men, especially, especially in situations like that, some men do like you to be more direct and a little more like demanding because some men like get off on that. Like, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I like that this girl is like trying to run me up. But yeah. I mean, I agree with you. Ask for what you want. Ain't nothing wrong with it. And especially if that's like the situation, like there's nothing wrong mm -hmm. with that. If it's mutual, just get your little sugar baby agreement <laughs> all outlined. And I like Kiki said, there's other fish in the sea. Mm -hmm. True. Who don't have target cards, who have black cards, mm -hmm. honey. <laughs> she said the red card. I was like, what kind of, what kind of card is that? Yeah, bitch, I was like, oh, what's that? She, but she needs stuff for her dorm. So. Hey, she needs a new MacBook. <laughs> yeah. She needs a desk. She needs a lot. She probably needs a new job. <laughs> Shit. Help her out. Help the sister out. Help a sister. I hope he helps you, sis. Okay, here's the next one. So. He says, first off, this happened before all of this coronavirus stuff. I'll also try to keep this short as possible. Okay. Me and my girlfriend were taking jujitsu lessons. He put in parentheses martial arts. We know what the fuck jujitsu is. <laughs> One day, we came up with a brilliant idea to have a match against each other. She ended up tapping me out. I submitted after being placed in a hold. I was stunned and felt I had gone easy on her. So I asked for an immediate rematch. Well, same conclusion. Only, only this time, the hold she placed me in turned me into a human pretzel and my ankle was broken in two places. He sent a picture. He's in a cast. Oh, no. I, I ended up in a full leg <laughs> cast and crutches. Thing is, since my girlfriend has been acting... Oh, the, here's the thing. Ever since then, my girlfriend has been acting a bit different, especially in bed. Kind of like a semi-dominatrix. 
um, I think she feels like she has the upper hand now because she beat my ass. <laughs> and I think she does. Not sure how to handle all of this. Should I just go with the flow? Should I resist? Should I try to reclaim my role? Whatever that is or was. Let me know your opinions. Just keep me anonymous and give me a, a pseudonym. Oh, um, <laughs> um, since struggling. the since the writing you last, I've had my cast removed and I'm in a boot. Um, I'll include a picture. Feel free to use it in the video. Uh, <laughs> that's why I blocked my face out. Sincerely in the cast. She beat his oh ass and now she God. acting like she could just continue <laughs> to beat his ass. Because she likes it. You opened up a new portal, a new door within her. Now she's ready for whips and leashes. Right. I say, let it flow. See where it goes. As long as your uh, what is it? His foot don't get broken in his ankle. Like you might like it too. You might like it too. You never know. Yeah, maybe you do like it, bro. I, I, I'm not sure what you could do to reclaim your status. Like, is like y'all gonna get back in the ring again and battle? And you gonna whoop her ass? Exactly. I'm not sure that's the, <laughs> the right move either. Not too sure. Oh my god, I think you need to call somebody and blink twice so you can get help because. <laughs> right is this a call for mm -mm. help <laughs> and you didn't watch your face you out okay? we can't help you you need to send it to your mom because <laughs> we can't help all right so that's it for the advice this week again the email for advice is askcocktails at gmail.com please send us an email so that we can help you with whatever's going on in your life sex dating i mean it might not solve your problem but you might get a good laugh out of it <laughs> Okay, and so now we will move on to the cocktails. Um, okay, so now it is time for the last part of the show. Remember, if you want to share one of your sexual confessions, a crazy, funny, weird dating experience that you've had, email us, cocktails.atl at gmail.com. All right, so, um, Medina, would you like to go first? I will go for, are you going to share a cocktail or are you going to read no, one? I'm undecided. I'm trying to think of if I have something to share. <laughs> okay. I had sex all week and I'm I very was, upset about it. Just thought I would share. So my cocktail isn't really about sex. There are some cocks involved, but I, this is just embarrassing, bro. Like I, this, I was going to share it for last week, but I was just, you know how sometimes you'd be like, do I really want to... <laughs> Don't oh, really y'all to know this. <laughs> so listen, I'm dealing with somebody, right? He's cool as shit. We are very compatible um, sexually. <laughs> all the ways that you can be compatible. We are just like, mm. I like him. Mm. So <laughs> this past weekend, Vanessa, one of my neighbors, he is, he's an alpha from Clark and we never knew this, but he had a party <laughs> at, at our roof. And so we had so much fun. Everybody was taking shots. I'm running around being, when I get drunk, I get super flirty. I'm super flirty. Seeing people that I haven't seen in 10 years, we're having a good old time, reconnecting, having a great time. 
fun. Yeah, 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 fun, yeah. Fun, they say. (laughs) (laughs) I wake up with someone in my bed, and I don't know how this fucking happened. But what I do know is the nigga that I am dealing with, Okay, this is why you got to get an iPhone. I, I keep telling him he needs to get an iPhone. He doesn't have an iPhone. He has a droid. I have an iPhone. So I had to download Duolingo so that we could FaceTime each other, Google right? Google Duo. Well, Duolingo has this... F- you said Google what? Google Duo. Duolingo is the language du- app. <laughs> Google Duo. Sing <laughs> it. Duolingo. Y'all doing Spanish over here? <laughs> Just get a goddamn iPhone, right. nigga. So oh I, Duo, Google Duo. So I, I'm drunk. I need y'all to remember. I haven't been this drunk in I don't know how long. I woke up throwing up. I can't remember the last time I threw up from alcohol. And I really was asking people what happened to piece the story back together because I don't know what this nigga is talking about. You know how sometimes you don't know if somebody's telling you what you right. did and really you didn't do mm-hmm. it, but you don't know mm-hmm. you didn't do it, but they're about to incriminate you because you, they know you don't know what you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very specific. So, Sound like a Lifetime movie. <laughs> <laughs> so Google Duo, when you're calling someone, if you call someone on Google Duo, they can see you before you know that they can see you. So oh, like, good. if he called me right now on Google Duo, I can see what he's doing. He can't. He doesn't know that I can see what he's doing. You, there's no way to turn it off. It's just how Damn. it works. That's messed up. I call him <laughs> to tell like him it. something. I called him to tell him something emotional that drunk people do. Like, oh, you don't like me. The whole nigga is in my bed in the background, and I don't know. He could see it. So I'm looking at my phone like, why? Is, what is he talking <laughs> <What>? about? <laughs> That's crazy. You got I was, how you're looking at me, I was utterly, I'm still embarrassed. Like I was like, and I was, I'm sitting here long. I'm like, nothing. I was like, why do you keep saying somebody was in my bed? I'm, I'm like, was there? I didn't know. I like, wh- yeah. He was like, Medina, <laughs> you're really going to lie. I'm not lying. That's he was crazy. Like, and the way that I know, cause I was like, why would I just call you in bed and show you who's in my bed? And then when he, when I, when he called me one day, I said, you know, I can see you. It was like before I pick up the phone, he was like, that's how I saw the nigga in your bed. And I was like, <laughs> that is my, Im- I'm not using no Google Luo, Duo, Lingo. I'm not using it no more. Girl, you have, to have Zoom calls. <laughs> we need a Zoom call scheduled on the calendar. Oh my God. I'm so sorry that happened to you. That is insane. That that's is wild. That's wild. It was embarrassing. Why would you well, do how that? did you clean it up? How did you come back from that? He said I stayed on the phone with him and I was just like, there's no one here. I don't remember. Because <laughs> you really believed I'm, it. Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, I'm really like, wait, what? That's crazy. Like, what? It was embarrassing. Sounds <laughs> like it. Um, all right. So I'll go next. Um, all right. Mine is embarrassing. Not that embarrassing because none of these niggas that are involved are niggas that I care about. But one night, and forgive me if I told the story on the show, but I just thought about like being drunk and embarrassed. One night, me and some friends went out. I'm pretty sure Medina was there at some point and then she left. Uh, but I don't know. It's very, very fuzzy. But it was one of those strip club nights, so you know we were fucked up. Mm-hmm. Super <laughs> fucked up. So, um, anyway, we're leaving a strip club. Everybody's dispersing. Um, 
I really wanted to go with one of the guys that was there. I don't know what the fuck I thought I was going to do because I was very much on my period. This is not a good time to be trying to have sex with somebody <laughs> new. But I guess I just said, fuck this period, right? I don't care. <sighs> I got in the car with him. We took a... I, <laughs> I gave my keys to my friend. She took my car. I don't know why I drove there in the first time. First place. Somebody always taking your car. Because you know I be getting drunk. And so I don't need to be driving and somebody else <laughs> to take that shit. I'm not going to jail. So um, anyway, like I let them take my car. I was like, I'll figure it out in the morning. He can bring me back. He got a car. Like I'm not fucking nobody with no car. Hello. And right. this is like pre-Uber <laughs> days. So I don't even know where the fuck I'm going. I ride with him. Next thing I know, I wake up. I have no idea where I am. I'm laying in the bed and I just like look side to side. And I was like, God damn it, Kiara, like grow up. You have had way too many (laughs) nights like this. And it's like all I ever remember on these nights when I have those I remember what color the room is. The first time it ever happened to me, the room was white. It felt like I had died and went to heaven from alcohol poisoning, but God was going to let me in because he knew my heart. (laughs) This room was like brown and peach. And I was like, ew, what an ugly color scheme. Who picked this? Where am I? And then like (laughs) I sit up a little bit and it was just like pounding headache. So I closed my eyes and then I opened them. There's the man sitting at the edge of the bed. He's just like looking at me. I guess he must have like I know how I am when I wake up. And typically when I'm waking up, I like wake up, but then I go back to sleep. Like I got to wake up in rounds. It's like layers to waking up. So I had probably started moving around. I might've even said something. Who knows? I was on my period. I'm sure I was gassy. I probably farted or something disgusting that I'll never know about. So he's sitting in there like waiting for me to wake up. And it's morning time because the sun is very bright. And he was like, well, hello, sleeping beauty. And I was like, hello and then all of a sudden i was like where's my phone like i knew who he was but i did not understand what how i made so many bad decisions so then i I look at my phone i look at the time and then that's when i remembered i'm on my period so i was like um i need to go to the bathroom and i was like please don't let me have blood in this bed i don't even think this is his house i feel like i'm in a guest room so i feel like he didn't even take me to oh, his house shit. he took me to somebody else's house i don't know where i am and i'm ready to get the fuck out of here but i need to go to the bathroom first because what if i'm like bleeding everywhere so i don't know why i thought this is a good idea mm. because this would never work but i'm like trying to squeeze my pussy real tight <laughs> like in case i'm bleeding <laughs> i don't want it to drip out and i was just like walking yeah, like Till you get to the bathroom. Yes. So he's like, <laughs> nobody wa- when you're really having a heavy flow and it's dripping as you're walking. Yeah, it's yes, no point. Yes, but nothing yes. is happening, right? Thank God. Um, nothing is happening, but I'm still, and I'm thinking like, oh yeah, girl, you got this. This is a great idea. So he's like, you don't remember where the bathroom is? You went like 50 times last night. And I was thinking, yeah, nigga, I was fucking drunk. That's what I always do. I'm going to go to the bathroom like 50 times. But no, I don't remember where it is. So tell me where it is. So he tells me where it is. I go to the bathroom. And then I went in there thinking I was going to change my tampon. I have no purse, no nothing. I don't know shit what's going on. Y'all ain't have no tampon in. So I'm like, when did I take the tampon out? So then I'm like, bitch, you didn't even look at the sheets when you got up. Like, you could have been laying, like, get yourself together. 
So there's like a little, there's like a little tinge of blood when I wipe myself. I have on no panties. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, what's going on? Did you just think because you got drunk, your period wasn't going to be there? So anyway, I go back to the room. Nothing is there. I'm trying to ask him for the recap. And he was like kind of teasing me a bit. Like he wasn't going to tell me. He's like, oh, you don't remember? You weren't the way you were acting last night. I wouldn't have known. And he was like, nothing happened. I hate when people say me too. And then like I'm that. looking like, okay, now I'm getting serious. Because you're not telling me like what, what happened f- to my tampon. <laughs> yeah, he was like, you were just really, really drunk. Um, and you fell asleep in the car. So I brought you here. Um, you just slept in here by yourself. Um, nothing Aww. happened. He was like, you just kept going to the bathroom. Like when we got here, you were up talking for a while. You went to the bathroom a million times. I don't know why, but you did. And it was just like, you were just like stuck on repeat. And then I guess she got tired and you went to sleep. So I just let you sleep and I heard you getting up. So I came here and so I was like, okay, good. Now I'm embarrassed. Can you take me home, please? And we just listen to music on the way back. And so he was like, yeah, I got you. So he took me home. And I like, I didn't see him again for like three months. And I just would try to avoid places where I knew he would be. But yeah, I was just so embarrassed. And I did all that. And I'm like, damn, I even fuck him. And I've embarrassed myself. I'm never going to get to ride that ride. And I never did ride that ride. (laughs) He was cute. Period me messing shit up, bro. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, well. It That's would have been crazy. more embarrassing if I would have had drunken sex with him because it would have been horrible. Mm. I was saved. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, Vanessa, what is your cocktail? Oh, my cocktail. I'm excited. Um, <laughs> I think I'm thinking of one since you said the guy was like at the end of bed staring mm-hmm. at you. <laughs> and I feel like I've had, I just had weird dates. I don't know what it is. I don't know Welcome. if it's. My sun sign, my rising, like, what is it? Because I just attract weird-ass niggas, okay? (laughs) So, (laughs) like, I've been on, like, weird dates. Like, one guy, on the second date, he was like, let's go to Whole Foods. Let's go to the hot bar. Okay, weird date. I've had, I've dated, like, a literal millionaire, and he was the cheapest guy I ever met in my fucking life. Like, literally, he just had, I ain't gonna call you out. (laughs) He just had like boss waters in his fridge just for show. And like, if you drank one, he would be pissed. What the fuck? He had like a vending machine. Sir. He had a vending machine. That took money? In his mansion. <laughs> like for people who came over for drinks, like use the vending machine. You can't drink nothing here. I a literal millionaire. I was like, okay. <laughs> but I feel like. I would my- go grab a boss and I would look him in his eyes and I would be like. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Because he was like an asshole for real. <laughs> you gotta be to put a vending but I feel like now that ain't that tacky. Now you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like my weirdest dating experience when you were talking about the staring. Mm-hmm. So I go on this date with this guy, like cool guy, like a little kind of uptight, little buttoned up. But we he asked me to dinner, so I'm like, okay, cool. Like you know, let's go to dinner. I get there, like we chat a little bit, you know, regular normal dinner date. Everything's normal. I get there, we order the food, food comes, and I notice, like, he doesn't pick up his fork. I'm like, what's going on? Like, so I ask him, like, you know, just making conversation. I was like, oh, you're not hungry? Like, you know, because sometimes men just take you out and they just, you know. So this man explains to me that he doesn't eat in public. <laughs> so what he the doesn't, fuck? he go. never, never eats in public. Like, he is strictly against eating in front of other people. Okay. Is he big? No, no. He looked 
normal. <laughs> so I'm sitting there eating my food. He's staring at me, like watching every bite. Like he's got a plate of food in front of him, but he's not eating. And he's just watching me eat. So I'm like getting fucking scared because I was thinking like, well, he's going to fucking murder yeah, serial me. Killer like guy. this is like law and order. <laughs> Girl, I was scared. I was a little like freaked out because like I've just never, you know, I've never dated so, someone who just said they don't eat in, front, in public. And he really didn't eat. He didn't eat. And the thing is, like, he was a nice guy. So I went, like, on a couple dates with him. And every time he would ask me to go eat. But he would, would order he his- take his food to go? Yeah, he would take it to go. I don't know if he just, like, sat alone and, like, ate it in the dark in his dungeon <laughs> or, like, whatever. <laughs> but he always asked me to eat and would just stare at me eating. And he would not eat. And that was enough for me because I started feeling like, okay, maybe this is like a kink. Maybe this is like, True. you know, something he's into, you know, like watching but girls eat. But that makes me wonder, like, maybe what if his teeth were fake and he <laughs> just, and he would have to go home, you know, maybe take them it's out. Scary. Oh, but I thought people and, eat with fake teeth. That's oh, because you yeah, eat you dentures. can eat with like dentures. You can. You sure Girl. can. All that to say, I was scared. Like, I don't know. Like, he was a nice guy, but every time... I just kept wondering, like, why does he keep asking me out to eat? And he ain't gonna eat. That is awkward. I would have to... I'm the type of person where I would need to know. I'd be like, is there a reason why you're not eating? Oh, my... He just said he just didn't. It was just, like, a a preference that he didn't eat in person. But, like, I told my friends, like, he don't eat. Girl, it was like, he gonna murder you, girl. That's strange. like, okay. It's like, why are you trying to fat me up? And you're just watching me. Like, are you going to put me on a... Uh, are you going to hog tie me and roast me later? Like, what's Girl, I was like freaked out. I mean, I don't know. I went home and Googled it. I was like, what did it say? In public, Where, like, was there like a that? community of them? <laughs> Girl, I wish I would have found a community for him to get some support. Yeah, I wish I would have. For is real. it a phobia? I'm really curious. Is that like a, a phobia? Well, yeah. Like I thought like for a little bit, I was thinking like, okay, maybe this is like a phobia he has. But now that I'm looking back, I'm thinking like it was like a sexual thing. Like I get off by watching like women eat like or something. Girl, I don't know. He probably <laughs> I just know when I was a kid, I used to be embarrassed to eat in front of people. I was a kid and I would hide behind my lunchbox. And it was because my mom would make me bagel sandwiches instead of regular bread sandwiches like everybody else. And so I thought that we were poor. And so I would hide behind my lunchbox and eat it. Because, you know, kids don't like being different. And I would be like, Mom, why can't you just make a regular sandwich? But, um, but yeah, Vanessa, thank you so much for coming Aww, on. If course. you have anything that you want to plug or anything you have coming up or if you want people to find you now would be the time yeah sure so i'm starting a new well tech company that i'm founding so if you're into wellness or you want to get into it look out for my up-and-coming venture it's called Solwick. and if you want to follow me on instagram to keep up with it it's at vanessa nelson underscore m-a-f-s if you want to follow me on twitter at vanessa underscore m-a-f-s get it girl thank, <laughs> thank you, you so much for coming on yes, thank so you. much fun y'all are so fun thank you <laughs> well good luck in Thanks. your future date adventures girl because thank it you. is hard out here but keep swiping 
keep swiping and find men that will eat yes. with you. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, remember to check us out on Patreon. Of course, it's patreon.com slash cocktails. Sign up on there. New bonus content every single Monday. And make sure you follow us on Instagram at Cocktails Podcast. I am at Kiki Said So. And I'm at Coffee Bean. And until Bean. next week, you guys, goodbye. Goodbye. I'm sorry, but the person you called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.